Here's the intro of the show. This is the music. Do you have a beat? Yeah, I do. Give it a second. I really can't say. Baby, it's cold outside. Hey. Gotta go away. Baby, it's cold outside. Hey. Evening is big. Hoping that you dropped so in. Very nice. Your hands, they're just like my mine. mother will start to beautiful. Worry. What's your my father hurry? will be pacing the floor? Listen to that fireplace, it's really had better scurry. Beautiful, please don't hurry. maybe just a soda pop. I'll put some records on while I'm the pour. neighbors might think, baby, it's bad out there. Say, was that a wink? No cabs to be had out there. I wish I knew how. Eyes are like starlights To now. break this spell I'll take your hat Your hair looks swell I ought to get home for dinner Mind if I move So it's closer. time for me to cast you aside oh, What's the sense of hurting my pride? I really can't say Baby, don't hold out Baby, Baby it's What up, what up, what up, what up, what up? Welcome back to another interesting episode of the Government Name Podcast. I am the one and only Shogun. Join I with- am your co-host, Yes, sir. I know it's a problematic song, but I like that song, and I don't give a fuck who hates it. It's a problematic podcast. Deal with it. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's it's part of my run now. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, hey everybody, thanks for joining us once again for another great episode of Governor Podcast. Who are your checks and balances of social commentary? Yes, sir. Uh, we are going to start off with a little bit of a uh, conversation with, between two people. Uh, we have Jasmine Blue on the show today. Uh, no, 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 we give her her credits, give her her oh. titles and all that. She is the resident female on the podcast group. <laughs> What's good, y'all? And I'm a woman. Thank you very much. Not just a female, but I I was chastised because apparently saying female is wrong today. What's wrong with saying woman? What's wrong with saying female? Because female could be any species of anything. My nigga, we know you're a female woman, human being, homo sapien. Call me woman. It's the same shit. No, it's not. I'm telling you. Oh, my God. So this is the kind of episode I put my whole ass foot in my mouth. And so Jasmine's here to tell me where I'm wrong. So. Uh, Is that how we want to start? That's what it seems like. (laughs) Well, just to clear things up, Shogun always puts his whole ass foot in his mouth on every episode. But Awesome. um, I hit the group chat after last week's episode about... um, the chick from what country is she from the model chick I'm I'm sorry I was listening to the problematic language of you calling her a chick you might be calling her a chicken really let's call her a woman (laughs) yes she's a young lady I believe oh we can say lady now okay I didn't know if that was assuming her gender as well Oh boy! So whatever Eurocentric country she is from, she has been posting Instagram pictures um, in seeming blackface. Now, 
um, the issue came when Shogun decided that he wanted to make comments on behalf of black women and say never did I say that well, what, what? Wait, wait, wait a minute when he said oh well black women wear straight hair or they wear blonde hair so why y'all so up in arms uh, she just finessed the system and we'll, we'll, no no that doesn't even equate at all how come okay so for one blackface has cultural significance to our lineage here in this country okay do we agree on that sure you can say that okay so when it comes to style of hair or straightness or kinkiness of hair that's not culturally exclusive to any one race true okay so we ain't trying to be like white women when we have straight hair mm, sometimes they do it wasn't the only straight hair no. uh, you gonna tell me to shut up when I try to look I let you talk and now let me talk okay alright we'll continue your point and don't ask me to answer until you're finished <laughs> Blonde hair is also not culturally exclusive to any one race because there are black people with naturally blonde hair. I know that. So those were false equivalencies to what she was doing. Everybody know damn well that a European woman does not naturally tan that dark. Let's be real. And for her to quote unquote finesse the system, a system that is actually rigged in her favor to get other types of promotions that are specifically for black women which are created for black women because there are uh, disparities in that area in that industry like you can't double dip like that why not what do you mean why not why she can't because model black clothes and then also model white clothes who wrote she's the not black. who wrote the rule book She's not black. If it's for black women and she's not a black woman and she's taking black women's opportunities, then that's wrong. I have a problem with this because I don't think this takes away all the opportunities for all the black women. This is Who's just at all. Why are you making it? You're saying opportunities as if I'm this one. About this specific. Okay, we both can't talk at the same time. I allowed you to talk, so allow me to talk. Okay, so you are saying that this one white woman who is undoubtedly playing a role a character by painting her skin darkening it so she can get money you're saying she's taking all of the opportunities because one other black person wasn't able to get this modeling position because she darkened her skin i don't agree with that nowhere did i say all okay well let's stop arguing semantics because i do that shit a lot too and it's annoying yeah. so if you say this one person is taking one opportunity from one other w black person is it fair to say that black people can also model and take the opportunities from white people no because the industry was set up for them if we have specific modeling that is specific for black women that's because that space has actually been carved out for us because we have been excluded in the past White women don't get excluded. So they've never made a position for a black person in a like. Now, now you're arguing. That's not what I'm saying. That's not at all what I'm saying. If, you're, okay, explain your point one more time because I'm stupid. Okay, if a role is created specifically for a certain kind of person, a certain kind of demographic, and somebody cheats the system and gets what is especially made for somebody else. Morally, of course, that's wrong. Now, in this get the bag culture, people are gonna, you know, jump on top of whatever opportunities they can 
to get uh, go viral or whatever the case may be. Right. But at the what I'm saying, what's right and wrong, knowing what's right and wrong, she should not be modeling for black makeup or black clothes or black uh, urban culture when she's not black. Okay. So what I would say to this is if you go back in history and you look at the early days of marketing, they would have black people dressed up as white people to try to sway people to make it seem like it's hip and cool that a black person is now doing something that white people do. That's a false equivalency. That is not the same thing as what's going on now where a white person no. is dressing up as a black person to get the hip and cool money. No. If you're telling me that they used to use black people to make things cool for white people to buy, that's different. But she's actually marketing towards a black audience. That's not what you're saying is not the same. Okay. I'm worried that this this culture that we're in is so like this is my stuff. You shouldn't touch it. You shouldn't even be here. This is not part of the culture that we're, we're going to end up arguing the same racist points that people are saying that they're fighting for. But it's it's the basis is cultural appropriation. That is I feel you on that. And, and I understand that, you know, another friend of mine said the same thing or something similar to what you're saying is as soon as they put something on top of their skin to darken their skin, it's automatically cultural appropriation. Yes. I don't see it that way, but I don't I can't speak for all women. Now, what I was you. Go you ahead. don't get to benefit from my culture without actually being from my, my culture. My nigga, everybody benefits from your culture. No, that. but what I'm saying is I don't get to pretend to be white and benefit from whiteness. I don't get to do that. I guess so. That's just my opinion, my personal opinion. It, I haven't been swayed all the way, but I, I feel what you're saying. Okay, that's fine. Still, I still say, you know, black people can do better. And do better about what? Everything. How much better can we do? Everything. Okay, so you one of them self-hating niggas is what it is. What Have I ever said niggas like terrible niggas and all this shit? Yes, I say that shit all the time. What are you talking about? I'm not a self-hating nigga. I call everybody niggas. What are you talking about? Well, you telling me that black people can do better. You don't think black people what can't do better? I mean, black people can do better than what they're doing now. We're getting aggravated about white people dressing up as black people. This is not an issue to me in my world, it's, but that's just me. Argue about that and then fight for other political advances as well. We don't have to be one dimensional. It's all a fight that needs to be fought. Mm, I guess so. And it don't affect you. It don't. And you're not. I don't get. I don't get mad when I see a white dude trying to be black or wigger as they call them. I don't, that shit don't bother me. Okay. Well, this is a terrible I'm not argument. That it should, but you shouldn't be mad at the people who it doesn't. I and you shouldn't be mad at motherfuckers who finesse systems. What are you talking about? I don't know. I'm it's tired of this. Hey, have a good night. <laughs> How was your birthday? About it before you get off of here. You're so rude. My birthday was fantastic. I feel old, but it is what it is. We went to a basketball game. We saw the Mavericks whoop up on the uh, Rockets, so that was cool. Cool. And I seen that. Congratulations, by the way. Oh, thank you, thank you. Uh, apparently, 2019 and 2018 have just been our year, so if you hear any noise in the background, it's because my fiance is playing Red Dead. That's his new obsession. <laughs> 
tell him I go to sleep on that game. It's it's a good game. <laughs> it's a great it's game. Really yeah. But all right, I guess I'm done arguing with Sorry you. for being an asshole, but that's just me. I don't... You're not sorry because you're an asshole all the time. I'm not sorry about this, but I just don't see it the same way everybody else do. Like, I'm that type of nigga that'll look at the sign that says slow children playing, and I'm going to laugh because the shit says slow children playing, but it actually says slow, comma, children playing. Are you like five? Sometimes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, that's fair. I guess it's a defense mechanism. Apparently, so I can get serious when I need really to. Yeah. 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 I, it's yeah. just this argument just don't make sense to me. But it's my show. No, I mean I hear it. I I I hear what people are saying. It just is it's aggravating to me because it's like white people can't do shit. No, because they've already done it all and they already have it all. Why can't we have what's meant for us? I don't understand. Why they got to have what's meant for us and what's meant for them? I feel you. I just don't want it to get to the, the whole racist part. Like, we, You don't even want to get into that conversation because you know black people can't be racist. <sighs> I fucking hate you. You know, man? I'm going to punch you in the face when I see you. <laughs> Invite me to your wedding so I can knock you out. <laughs> so I know to not look for you. Got it. Yeah, I'll, I'll send a gift card. Mm-hmm, <laughs> Appreciate it, though. That's Jasmine Blue, everybody. She has a blog for BYNK Radio. Uh, can you please put that out there? Um, Jasmine Blue on BYNKRadio.com and .net. And it's culture beauty and self-preservation and she talks all that pro-black stuff that i can't figure out you know how i'm gonna be lighter skin than you and be more pro-black than you? that doesn't e- look that is a false equivalency that is a false equivalency ma'am just because i have darker melanin in my skin and you trying to m- make up for all the lackness that you have in yours <laughs> that's all i gotta say okay then have a good night ma'am i appreciate it jasmine blue everybody Cole Jackson's already pissed off, so this is going to be a good episode. I'm good, bro. All right. What's up, man? Hey, what's going on? Uh, You're listening to the King of R&B. King, King of R&B? All right. Uh, you haven't been on the social medias. Uh, I haven't. Let me mute my computer because I don't know if you can hear that. Somebody's. Thanks, guys. We'll have to do it again. Uh I might just cut off that. <laughs> that shit was not progressive. So right now on the interwebs, everybody's talking about the uh, Jaquez started a, a a nice little situation by saying he's the king of R and B. Jaquez, the other R and B guys, basically said you ain't been here but a hot minute. Yeah, and he copying everybody's songs and shit. You're not the king of R and B. So. It's just been, and we done seen a bunch of legends come out. Jay Holiday and uh, freaking uh, uh, Bobby Valentino then came out, and the Usher even showed up to the party, and Tyrese, and wow. all these guys who were <laughs> R&B, uh, R&B guys are just like, nah, bro, 
But the funny thing is, everybody points to the same dude, R. Kelly, as the king of R&B. <laughs> you gotta be joking. <laughs> you gotta be joking. I was like, I thought he was canceled. <laughs> I That's... Really thought that nigga oh was canceled. My God. I was like, but then again, I, I guess I guess you can pee on little girls and still be the king of R&B. How is it R. Kelly? That's, what, that's the majority says. It's, it's oh R. My. Kelly. Okay, I'm sorry. I was oh. trying to wait. I was gonna wait till later on in the episode, but damn it, we're here now. I got it. Do you have your passport? Could mm. you get your shots? Girl, yes. would you like to come back with Rob to America? America. 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 Do you have your passport? Do you have it? Did you get them? Girl, would you like to come back? To America. They harmonize in the background. Can you hear it? What? King of R&B, guys. Do you have it? Did you get your shots? Shouldn't they be asking if R. Kelly got his shots? Wait. Like a <laughs> I thought R. Kelly had an STD. <laughs> That's the least of our words. <laughs> we need to be worried about anybody under the age of 16 <laughs> with this guy. Like, that ain't gonna get rid of him touching and no. Something's wrong with me, man. When you said that, the first thing that came to my mind was those Toys R Us giveaways where they used to give the kids the buggy and they just run through the store. Oh my god! <laughs> I was like, maybe R. Kelly be promising someday. Oh, uh, but then there's no more Toys R Us. I mean, you're not an R&B guy. No. No good. I'm not a black guy apparently either. I, I, are you? Do you? Do you have a king of R&B? Uh, for me, honestly, it would probably be somebody like, hmm, I was going to say genuine, but I don't really know a lot of genuine. Mm. I just know like, you know what? Anthony Hamilton. Would you call that R&B or is that soul? That's more neo, that's more soul. That's yeah. a neo soul. Okay, I can't, I can't do that. I really don't listen to R&B, so. Yeah, <laughs> I think, honestly, I kind of have to give it to, I, I had to give it to Usher. Yeah. Usher's got enough hits. I fuck with Usher. To be, to be labeled King of Rock. Usher. Now, if it was a if it was a now if if it was somebody who he had passed the torch on to and it's the King of RB now, <laughs> believe it or not, Chris Brown. I'd have to kinda give it to Chris Brown. Bro. Where's Trey Songs in this? Uh he would probably come in third. Okay. Who's well, second? I can't I Chris Brown. Who who's first? I would say Usher. Okay, Usher, Chris Brown, Trey Song. Okay. Like, I can't give it to R. Kelly. I thought we canceled that nigga. Somebody just said that on their album. Oh, I think that was Locksmith. He was like, we canceled R. Kelly, but the next week niggas went and bought his album. Right. So, that's how counter That's how counter council culture goes. Right. Shit. Right. Doesn't work. So. Yeah. So it was been a big old. Hey, and if you want to, if you have a king of R&B, why don't you hit us up on our IG? Doo-doo-doo. Podcast. Wow. Tell us um, who you think is a king of R&B. Uh, and we should read those episodes, those names out on next episode. What names? 
Uh, oh, who sends us our? Yeah, yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. Okay. Sounds good. Speaking of our social media, the government name podcast on Instagram, we had some people who sent us in the secret code from the last episode. You're Did they DM? Yeah, they DM. They actually followed the instructions. They sent me the DM on the, the government name podcast IG. They sent it to you personally? No, on, on the government name IG. How did I not see? Oh, you be catching it before me, I guess. Probably so. I caught the the uh <laughs> Oh man. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just got a message. I uh I be catching all the, the, the uh notifications. So we got a couple of them. They will they will they will get those fabulous prizes. Oh, I thought we were gonna put them in a hat and pick, but everybody gets a prize? Uh it was only like three. Oh. Three people. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> um, how was your week, man? Uh, it was alright, you know. It was okay. <laughs> I don't really have nothing. Wow. Really? So last week was our birthday week. This time last year we had a. Oh, was it last year? Oh, two years ago we had a nice. Man, it's been two years since I've been to a strip club. We had a nice. <laughs> We, we went to ATL, ho. ATL, <laughs> we turned up, ho. Guess what we did in ATL? A barbecue. What is that shit called? Four Rivers Barbecue. How did you? How could you forget? That shit was amazing. It had burnt ends. Mm. Lord, if you ever go to Georgia, you make sure. I'm sorry. If you ever go to Atlanta, Georgia, make sure you go to Burnt Ends Barbecue. Best barbecue I've ever had, and I eat, and I likes the barbecue. Best sides I've ever had. <laughs> I know because this dude don't eat me, <laughs> and then the, the dude inside the store is like, uh, yeah. No, he wasn't. He was cool with. It. Yeah, he pointed out Probably the tacos he, and all he was that. White. Yeah, so he was white, but it was good. And we went to IKEA. Do to you find... have your shots? Sorry. Where do we go to Ikea to find? Uh, man, last week was my birthday, so I went to Ikea twice. Got a new desk set up. I look like a professional YouTuber now. and um, No, you don't, because your desk don't raise up, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> don't, yeah. don't pull that, don't for, that bullshit. Thank you for throwing salt all on my shit. At least brownie shit raise up. Nigga, what what up. kind of motherfucker do I look like standing up in my own house? His shit raised up. What, what am I, Japanese? I can't afford chairs. <laughs> you want me to sit on the floor? <laughs> that no, was racist and insensitive. You're Shogun. I know. So... Just throwing it out there. And my name is no, culturally appropriation, and I don't care. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You know they're going to cancel me one day. Uh, <laughs> this, is how it, this is how it all starts. I want you, you to know, know you're that. A bad right? bar- you're a bad bargaining chip. Cause you're black. No, look at uh Kevin Hart right now. Dang, you took my shit. <laughs> Cause that's what I was gonna bring up after you talked about IKEA. Continue. I don't even care about IKEA, nigga. How do you feel about Kevin Hart? Let's just free flow this bitch. Uh, honestly, bro, to be serious, I I kind of apply what that nigga did. Me too. Do you know what I, these I niggas is I, mad about? About some some tweets from two thousand nine. Oh, is the tweet? Was it two thousand nine? It's about he it. had some. I, he he basically was saying. I think he made some comments about the son being gay. Yes, that's where I and come. How in. he would t- he would 
<laughs> and he said he he wasn't feeling that shit. And the he was gonna host the Oscars, and basically they told him either apologize, and then you can host the Oscars. And he said, "Man, I've addressed this, man. Like I've addressed this several times. He said, I'm not gonna do it anymore." You want to hear what I'm he said? Well. Yeah, I, yeah, he was. On, he he said so he had it on IG. If you yeah. got it, go ahead and play it. Yeah, I, I actually had a whole little thing. This was gonna be one of my rundown stories. We can go ahead and just talk about it though. Um, it's all good. Okay, I'm waiting on this ad to finish playing because it's on ABC News. Ah, uh, you should have went to CNN Entertainment. Well, I, I was trying to see. I think they had a little spiel about it. It's like five. They seconds. actually had. I mean, they actually had like the. IG post, yeah, I got like, that. On, uh, I was just trying to see what the news report was. Here it is. Right, Kevin Hart stepping down as host. This came just days after his name was announced and, of course, after a firestorm over past anti-gay tweets. ABC's Adrian Bankert is here with the latest on all of this. Good morning, Adrian. Good morning to you too, Cecilia. There was at first so much excitement over Kevin Hart hosting the Academy Awards. He even posted how this had been a career dream of his for a very long time. But then outrage after calls came to remove him as host, tweets from the comedian's past that many believed are no laughing matter. Two days after landing his dream job, being named the host of the 2019 Academy Awards, Kevin Hart announced he won't be working the gig. In a tweet overnight, he said, I made the choice to step down from hosting this year's Oscars. This is because I do not want to be a distraction on a night that should be celebrated by so many amazing, talented artists. The popular comedian whose star has been rocketing, landing leading roles in blockbusters like Ride Along, Central Intelligence, and Jumanji. In or out of what? No time for questions. Has 66 million Instagram followers more than the last three Oscar hosts combined his record-breaking tour has him outselling rock bands like you too we saw the football stadium out tonight so I need to hear that but this morning Hart resigned as host after critics called out his past tweets and jokes featuring anti-gay slurs and expressing homophobic sentiments if I can prevent my son from being gay I will in his first post to the backlash <laughs> on Instagram he says I'm in love with the man that I'm becoming guys I'm almost 40 years old. If you don't believe that people change, grow, evolve as they get older, I don't know what to tell you. That defiant tone added fuel to the fire as more calls came for <laughs> the Academy to axe Hart as host. Fellow comedian Billy Eichner tweeting, a simple, authentic apology showing any bit of understanding or remorse would have been so simple. The president of the Human Rights Campaign tweeting, you say you've grown, show us. Make amends for hurtful things you've said and confirm <laughs> LGBTQ people. Hart seemingly standing firm went on to say on Instagram again. So I just got a call from the Academy and um, that call basically said, Kevin, apologize for your tweets of old, or we're going to have to move on and find another host. Talking about the tweets from 2009, 2010. I chose to pass. I passed on the apology. Hart says he has addressed this exact issue before and had no reason to do so again. We feed in the internet trolls and we reward them. I'm not going to do it, man. I'm going to be me. I'm going to stay on my ground. Regardless, Academy, I'm thankful and appreciative of the opportunity. If it goes away, no harm, no foul. But less than an hour later, Hart did apologize. I am evolving and want to do so. My goal is to bring people together, not tear us apart. Much love and appreciation to the Academy. I hope we can meet again. Now, so far, the Academy has posted no statement. The issue does beg the question of whether a person can change. It will be interesting to see what others in Hollywood, as well as audiences, think about that. Sir. All right. Oh, uh, 
And you know, you know something that really trips me out, man. Mm-hmm. A lot of these people are fighting for the rights of gay and lesbian people, and I haven't even really seen any gay or lesbian people actually step up to have a problem with this. So part of the issue here was they used a snippet of his stand-up special mm-hmm. where he was talking about his son being gay. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that stand-up? Uh, so. <laughs> FYI, folks, not really a big Kevin Hart fan. So yeah, I'm not um, either. I mean, he's he's he, sorry. He's more situational <laughs> jokes and stuff, and it and it's funny at the time, but it's nothing that really sticks with you. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm just not, I'm like, not a fan of his. Chris like, Rock got some real good stuff. Like it's insensitive, but it's like really funny stuff that you could think of and think about. And I don't know, but if you want to hear the joke, I got the joke. Yay, nay. Oh, I got it. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Let's go for it. All right. A lot of fears, man. I got a lot of fears as a parent. I'm going to tell you guys one of my biggest fears. One of my biggest fears is my son growing up and being gay. That's a fear. Keep in mind, I'm not homophobic. I have nothing against gay people. Be happy. Do what you want to do. But me being a heterosexual male, if I can prevent my son from being gay, I will. Now, with that being said, I don't know if I handle my son's first gay moment correctly. Like, <laughs> every kid has a gay moment, okay? Every kid. But when it happens, you gotta nip it in the bud. You gotta stop it right then. Hey, stop! That's gay! It's quick. No! I don't know. I don't know if I handle my son's situation right, okay? He's at a birthday party, right? My son had a birthday party. He's playing. You know when kids play, they just play. You don't know what they're doing, but they're having a good time. They're just doing a bunch of stuff, right? They're moving around. I said, okay, he's good. I finished talking. I turned back around to check on my son again. A little boy was grinding on my son's ass. <laughs> he was like this. I, I didn't know what to do. I panicked. I knocked them both down. Hey. hey, what's going on here? What kind of party is this? Huh? What kind of party is this? What's going on here? This lady came out, she was like, what are you doing? They kids, let them play. I said, well, you show me another kid getting fucked in the ass and I'll calm down. My son had on corduroys, that's why I had an attitude. Cause I didn't see it, I heard it. All I heard was ruh, ruh, ruh. I said, what the, who the hell is playing cards? What is that? Is somebody shuffling cards? That's the joke that I heard that everybody was upset about. Well, yeah, I mean they're going with the the tweets also. So I, I, I just I'm I'm like we're at, we're just at a, at a I mean again, man. Uh, have you did you have you seen the tweets? Uh, I was trying to look them up, but I I haven't seen them. I haven't seen them either. So that's. But I, again, um, it's like I'm just trying to figure out what what is this accomplishing? It doesn't accomplish um, anything. But this is the culture that we're in, kind of like what I was arguing with Jasmine Blue. I guess my shit's way super left. That shit don't matter. But this shit doesn't matter at the end of the day. Like, well, I think Kevin Hart said it best, man. Like, he was like, people change, people evolve. Again, like, throughout this whole backlash, Nick Cannon (laughs) did a boss ass move by bringing up white comedians who uh like chelsea handler sarah silverman um i forgot the other comedian that she he brought up who sarah actually used the word you use the f word yeah they call people faggots and shit like 
derogatory right. and and blatant about it yeah you know what i'm saying and and at the end of the day you know what i'm saying like and uh nick cannon handled it pretty good because he was like where's he was like are, are we outraged about this too or can, can we be outraged about this you know what i'm saying yeah so i oh. mean a lot of times you know people pick and choose what they want to do sarah um, silverman responds Amy it was Amy Schumer, Chelsea Handler, and Sarah Silverman. Sarah Silverman has always said some raunchy stuff. Like that, that lady is cringeworthy. Like everything she says is terrible. Right. Uh, she so. responded to Nick Cannon sharing old tweets where she used a homophobic language. Let's see what happens. Uh, Nick Cannon, Nick Cannon. Try to see. You know how these websites now have videos on them. Oh, here we go. Say that he made the choice to step down as host of the Oscars. And this was crazy because it was just hours after the Academy announced he got the gig. Yeah, so the question, what exactly happened? See if you can follow along with this. There were some homophobic tweets that Kevin posted in 2009. They resurfaced after the announcement of the Oscars hosting. A lot of backlash. The tweets, tweets were making rounds on social media. It was all over my feed. It upset a lot of people for good reason. Yeah, a lot of people are really mad. Now, Kevin announced he was stepping down. He tweeted this. I do not want to be a distraction on a night that should be celebrated by mm -hmm. so many for my after he had posted on Instagram Thursday that he wasn't going to apologize for stuff that happened so long ago. And then he said in another Insta video, he said our world is crazy and that he has evolved as a person. He also apparently apologized for these tweets when they first resurfaced. Yeah, it makes well, sense that people would be very upset about it, even though this was a long time ago. But the tweets weren't the only time he nobody's said saying what the tweets things. are. He said stuff in his right. stand-up, like how he hoped his son wouldn't be gay. And being gay, right. he could. Curtis and comedian Billy Eichner both called him out for Kevin Hart's Twitter apology. Friday morning fans at conversation for involves over time. Well, he's said some, but Ellen's or Ellen's, Ellen's done it before, that, like, and she's amazing. Every the inexcusable new new women. Jesus Christ, they said the nothing Academy. new. I fucking hate the news. Anyway, um, Sarah Silverman addressed to Nick Cannon resurfacing past tweets, uh, which accused her of being a attempt to defend Kevin Hart's step down. Blah blah blah. You know what? This article doesn't say anything about Sarah Silverman. It's all about Kevin Hart. Right. So, um, but yeah, I feel like Kevin pulled. He he made a. I think he made a good decision. He did what he felt like he had to do. So hey, three cheers, Kevin Hart, man. You yeah. get another opportunity. You man, you run the you run the comedy world right now. So, who watches the Oscars? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't really think I don't think anybody really gives a fuck about the Oscars. And from the joke that I saw, from the joke from his stand up, it wasn't anything derogatory towards gay people. Now him saying that he hopes his son doesn't turn gay, he's not being hateful when he says that. He just says he doesn't know how to handle that situation if his son was to be gay. Like mm -hmm. I I don't know. I'm the wrong person to be arguing and talking about this shit because this shit don't matter to me. Like, if you gay, you get fucked in the ass, that's you. How is that bothering me? Or if you fucking dudes in the ass. I mean, shit doesn't matter. Correct. <laughs> I'm just tired of this shit being so fucking toxic and weaponized and when niggas can't say shit no more. Like, 
we're gonna have a huge backlash or it's, it's gonna swing way back where motherfuckers just lean directly into this shit and just start spewing the most vile shit ever like when they ain't got nothing else to lose but getting you know tons of attention because they saying the shit that they want to say i i just don't see this shit ending well mm. but that's i feel that i feel that's that that's coming bro. from your well-known asshole well, three cheers to Kevin Hart for making the making a uh, right decision. I feel like he did. He did good, man. You're a comedian. You you sell out arenas. Fuck it. You'll find something else, man. You ready to uh, go into what you're listening to? Yeah, man. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. So this is another government name Robert. Go there. <laughs> I know, right? Be ready for this shit. I was uh, I was this close to just saying, you know what? Do we even need an sh- episode this week? Yeah, fuck it. We started. We didn't get started now. Well, I was yeah before we got started. Oh, what so you been what listening you been, to? What you been listening to, man? Uh, Locksmith came out with his new project Ali. It is the perfect. What is it? Swan song for the end of the year. It's the perfect way to close out this year because he's rapping about everything that happened this whole entire year. Yeah. It, it, lots of bars, lots of metaphors, lots of actual songs with substance. If you're a locksmith fan, if you're an old school hip hop fan, or if you're just a hip hop rap fan who likes lyrics and substance, you definitely need to listen to Locksmith. He got tons of different styles, dope beats, and you know, it's just it's good. It's good music. Yeah, I heard it when we was riding in the car, so yeah, solid and it sounded project. really good. I gotta, I gotta most definitely get that because I like Locksmith. He's actually a pretty dope ass MC. Yes, he. Don't, I like how he, I like his flow and shit too. He has grown so much over these years. Like he used to just be a super miracle lyrical rapper who's just rapping mm-hmm. as fast as possible, but now he's taking a little bit more time. He's commanding the microphone. You know, it's. You can see the growth in his music, and he's got something to say. I mean, he's talking about police brutality. He's talking about, mm-hmm. you know, hypocrisy. Uh, like I was saying. See, I, I was, just. Go ahead. Oh. No, I was saying, I just got hip to Locksmith when you was at the old BYNK radio studios. Man, I've been listening to him for a good maybe seven, eight years now. Yeah, I, the, when I got hip to him. You hit me to him at the old spot. The old, old. Yeah. Locks that dude, man. And I also been listening. Yeah, he's to, fire. I still been listening to that Meek Mills. I, I'm really enjoying that album, man. I am too. I don't care what anybody say. That shit is good to me. He actually had a uh, Meek was on Twitter tonight, and uh, he, he was he had to ask Meek uh, like question, ask me anything for like 15 minutes. It was it was it was dope as fuck. Anybody Meek ask Meek, Meek is riding. I like that Meek is riding this wave right now, dog. He he deserves it. He deserves this shit, man. I, I think when I think uh, I think championships is amazing. Yes, and when shout you out, shout out shout out to see Davis. <laughs> <laughs> when you understand why he calls it championships, I mean, that's, yeah, that shit's he legit. Just dropped man. The, he just dropped the video to the intro too. Oh man. How could you? Anyway, shout out to Sid. Uh, that, that album's great. I don't know. Yeah, shout out to Sid, Dave. Yeah, man. <laughs> Social introvert. Yeah. Every what? every Wednesday and Thursday. <laughs> yeah, we shooting at you, dog. <laughs> I mean, did you listen or did you listen? Listen. <laughs> we shoot at you, dog. I don't know. Um, what else is that? All you been? That's listening? all I've been listening to, man. All right. All right. So on my end. Uh-oh. I, I gotta start. I gotta start it off with this. 
I went ahead and got Ice Cube's Everything's Corrupt. Is it good? Um, so you got 17 songs. Damn, that's a long project. Uh, Uh-oh. it's should have cut some. I, I like a good I like 12. Gangsta. I like, I like, so Cube is still. He still, he still, he still got them lyrics. I came front. He still got them lyrics, man. He's still cute, but now he's like political cute. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. he's talking about what's going on in the world and stuff like that. I mean, he still got some gangster songs on that shit, but uh, I like, I like my Ice Cube gangsters. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I, you don't like yours I, watered I, down. He ain't watered down, cuz. <laughs> I get where you're going with that. Right, cool. But um, you know, he he his first single was Arrest the President. He's still cold. He ain't melting. <laughs> Puns intended. There you go, brother. <laughs> um <sighs> still hot. I'ma just give it a mediocre. Like I don't want to say it's bad because it, it really ain't bad, because Cube gonna have lyrics regardless. Is he aging just, well? Um, yeah. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like he he just he cute. You know what I'm saying? Like cute gonna always have lyrics, period point blank. Now the production, right. mm, he can't still use that same type of you can't still use Westside Connection type production. But um he got some songs on here with he got a song on here with Too Short. Too short really the only person on here. Ain't ain't his got no haters. I like I, I like that song. His son on it at least. Say what now? I would at least do my son on it if I was Ice Cube. Yeah, I don't know if O'Shea can rap like that though. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, everything corrupt is 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 good if you want to just listen to some Cube and stuff like that. It it wasn't it wasn't what I what I wanted, but I knew what it was gonna come out of this because I know Cube is trying to you know he's talking about what's going on in the world right now, right. and that's straight. You know what I'm saying? Cube still got lyrics and stuff, man. But you know I. Tread lightly. <laughs> That's what I say. If you get that new cube, tread lightly, man. Um, another something else I was listening to. New Gucci Man. Cool. Gucci Man came out with uh Evil Genius. Now yeah. when I first listened to it, I was like, mm, I miss old Gucci. But that was because I was like the first five songs in. And then I started getting deeper and deeper into the fucking album. He got 18 tracks. And the deeper I go, the better it got. Oh, <laughs> like that nigga got a song in here with Kevin Gates. I'm not going. That is my shit, nigga. I love that shit, man. Um, so 18 songs. He's got features with Quavo, Kevin Gates, uh, Young Boy NBA, 21 Savage, which I like that song. Um, 21 Savage been he been doing a lot of good features lately. Yeah, he actually just dropped. He dropped like a little surprise. Uh, album not too long ago. I, still, uh, I think it dropped on, on Friday or Saturday. I still got to get it. I, I like, I like motherfucking Twenty One Savage, man. Um, you got um, Yachty's on here, little Sky, little Pumps on here. Eighteen tracks, man. I went through it again, second time. It's solid. It's solid. It's, it's solid. I, I, cause when I had got in the car, I had got before we was going to uh, GA. Um, I was telling. I was telling show, I was like, man, I miss old Gucci. You know what I'm saying? I miss old Gucci, man. But, uh, you know, like I said, you get deep into the project, you start hearing some of that good Gucci. Yeah, so, man. hey, man. Still got it. Oh, this nigga got a song with Bruno Mars and Kodak Black. What the fuck? What is Bruno Mars doing around <laughs> Gucci, man? 
with Kodak Black. That's, um, that's some yeah. contrast for your ass right there. <laughs> I know, bro. Like, but can you man, imagine I, Kodak Black with all his dark, dark skin and Bruno Mars with one of them shiny silk suits and mm-hmm. then Gucci Man there? Like, I would be confused as fuck. No, and then that's the thing, Gucci. Like, man, I made y'all niggas, and I'm like, you kind of did, Gucci. He made. <laughs> You kind of did, cuz. You kind of did. Oh, shit. I can't play that shit. <laughs> that shit yeah, they'll, they'll take us down on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can't do that. But, um, and I, since uh, Elroy said something last week, I guess I, I was, I was going to go ahead and bring back Digging, digging in, in the, the crates. crates with Cole. Dig, digging in the crates like this. All right, ki- all right, kids. Gather around. Uncle Cole's got a nice little uh, something different. Yay. 2004, I don't and not a people, not a lot of people probably remember this. Oh, but I, I remember was, that year. That was the year I graduated from high school. It was a random. It was so I don't think a lot of people remember this album because it was random as fuck and it came out of nowhere. DJ Danger Mouse actually did something called the Gray Album. You remember that? I do not. <laughs> so DJ Danger Mouse took the Black Album. And mixed it with the Beatles white album and made the gray album. And I went back and I listened to that shit. And that nigga, I don't know how he did that shit, but that shit worked, my nigga. If you guys get a chance, and I'm bringing up Hove because Hove had a birthday last week also. Mm. Um, but if you guys get a chance, I need you guys to go and find, because it's kind of hard to find. Um, cause I had it on, a, it was on a burnt CD when I found it. Right. <laughs> but I need you guys to go find the gray album and it's only, I think it's like eight songs. Did they do the whole album? I think I only had, I only had eight songs because it was so hard to find, <laughs> but I think they did the whole album, but the gray album was so dope because it basically took Jay-Z rhyming over fucking the Beatles. Think about that for a second. Yeah, that's a crazy parent. <laughs> like, how do you match that shit up? But uh, DJ Danger Mouse did that shit, man, and it was it was dope as fuck, man. Um, if you guys want to hear something that's not um, traditional hip hop type beats, because you know Jay used to, you know Jay did, he used to do the mashups. He did the shit with Lincoln Park, which I right. thought was dope as fuck. But if you want to hear something that's just like crazy as fuck, man, and some shit you ain't never heard before, it's it's kind of out there. And I don't understand why artists don't do this shit, do shit like this no more. Most of them Go not back. talented enough to do that shit. Yeah, like it's awesome, man. Go back and find the great album, Jay Z. It is, it's dope as fuck, man. It's it's some. Hmm. You got Jay Z rhyming, and you got the Beatles singing in like the background. It's it's crazy, but it's it's a dope ass mashup. So. Just make sure you guys uh, check that shit out, man. Have you ever heard of the Grey album? I do not remember it. I remember hearing about it, but I didn't listen to it. I'm not a big Beatles fan. I know, like, maybe two or three songs. But that's the cool thing about it, man. Like, I really, uh, like, I, I mean, I'm not a super huge Beatles fan. I know a few songs and shit like that. But my homeboy actually told me about that. She was like, man, you need to hear this shit. And I was like, what the fuck is it? And he played, like, I think it was, uh, What More Can I Say? What and more can I Beatles. say? But it had, like, the Beatles in the background and shit. And I was like, what the fuck is this? And he, he actually put me on to it. And um, 
he I think he was the one I can't remember the nigga name. He the one gave me the burnt CD of what he had, but it was only mm-hmm. eight songs, and I think they did the whole album. So oh, damn. Okay. <sighs> Man, please, guys, take take time. It's and it was a. Uh, oh, this might took your fancy uh show, which a lot of people don't know about this either. And then we'll go into the rundown. Wow. They actually did the Brown album. What was the Brown, know what album? the Brown album? The Brown album was actually a mix between the Black album and uh, one of James Brown's album. Oh, albums. I actually would like to hear that. The Brown it album? Was, I bet you that's yep. exclusive to title, ain't it? I don't think so. I think it's like this magical unicorn. <laughs> I heard one song off that shit, and I don't know if it was like a real thing, but they actually did the Brown album. Hmm. So if you can find the now I don't know where the fuck you can find the Brown album, but it was it's pretty dope. <laughs> I would like to hear the payback Brown album. Yeah, see if you can find the Brown album, man. But that's all right, kids. That was digging in the crates with Uncle Cole. So are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? I am definitely ready to get into the motherfucking. Run, run, run. What is the rundown, Cole? The rundown is where Shogun and Cole Jackson takes news clips, bits and bites, put it in our mouths, swish it around like it's mouthwash and make our breath fresh as fuck. I'd be trying to change that shit up. I hear you. It's all right. Thinking about changing some shit up. Sir, I have to tell you that our miracle medical system is not just working on penis pills as I alluded to last week. What? They are actually doing some good shit in the world. Since we're using this streaming platform, I am going to share my desktop so you can see the video that I'm about to play. Would Hold you care on. to I've watch? I gotta pull this shit up. Where the fuck I? Because I got too much shit, too many windows open. That's Hold right. on, I gotta find the windows. Now you can. How see you sharing it? Check it Where out. Where can I see it? Go to. Uh, oh, yeah, I see it now. Okay. Look at okay. That. Now watch is that this right here. This is amazing. After these ads. <laughs> For more than a year, Anelia Myberg would hide from the world. She refused to step outside without putting on a surgical mask because of a severe deformity. I just want to be able to actually walk down the street and not have people stare. Like, that's my ultimate goal. The 31 year old was diagnosed with cancer in April last year. Doctors had to move quickly. They removed the majority of the upper jaw, so I only have the two back teeth on each side left. Uh, they removed a portion of the lip and uh, like some of the understructure of the nose area. While the surgery saved her life, the disfiguration has left the finance worker feeling uncomfortable and less social. We communicate with our mouths, we eat with our mouths. We, if you don't have a mouth, you can't really live in the way that a normal person takes for granted. After being told nothing could be done, Anelia did her own research and met with George Dimitrilis, a maxilla facial surgeon. Help of technology, a customized 3D jaw was printed. This is Amelia's uh, 3D printed skull showing the fact that she's missing 80% of her top jaw. And in a world first, it features a titanium frame that can carry bone grafts so that teeth can be implanted. The fact that we can 3D print a frame 
where we can actually anchor some teeth for her would give her back a quality of life. During the five-hour operation, doctors also had to take skin from Anelia's forearm to pat out her lip. Of all the procedures, this was deemed the most risky. Putting the device in is the easy part. The hard part is the healing. So we're not exactly sure how that's going to go. Waking up from the operation, obviously I hope to have a very beautiful jawline. And that she did. After months of recovery, Anelia had a week to practice with her new teeth. The temporary one's really not so much about the cosmetics, but more about just the tissue shape and speech. Before the permanent ceramic ones were fitted for free. Oh, wow. Geez, the colour's amazing. And while Anelia couldn't stop smiling... What do you think, Anelia? You can't believe the difference. It actually looks normal. There were also tears at the remarkable makeover. Fair bit of a relief, actually, seeing it all come together. Dr Chris Hart used 3D facial scanning to make sure the new pearly whites were well-proportioned. We can see here with the scan that was taken, we're starting to see tooth, and I was more worried about Anelia. Cole Jackson, how do you feel about a 3D printed jaw? We lost Cole. Oh, sorry. <laughs> my, my sound was fucked up. I was talking too. I, I was trying to make sure I didn't talk during the video. Man, that shit is dope as fuck. That is fucking dope. I like that shit, man. Me too, man. Shit. Aliens ain't got shit on us. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, oh, you gonna believe in a motherfucking printed ass job, but you don't believe in no motherfucking aliens, nigga. Don't be like that. I just be too honestly didn't have a comeback because I wasn't expecting <laughs> aliens. I just didn't know what to say. <laughs> aliens ain't got shit on us, nigga. I was we trying not to put my shit. foot in my mouth like I normally do. Okay, I, okay, I'm, I, I gotta say this, man, I'm sorry. Uh, people are gonna think I'm crazy when I see this. Let's just use it for guns. <laughs> Let's just 3D print guns all the time. They, like, that's all I wanna do, fuck it. They do. <laughs> I know what I'm saying, like, fuck all this good shit. <laughs> okay, so my problem is, I wanna use technology for fuckery all the time, like, <laughs> I really rather just use it for fuckery. Like, I would rather make like scooters and guns and shit with 3D technology. I mean, what kind of I mean, world are you riding in? This I'm nigga to... got scooters and guns, nigga. Fuck George just, and Jericho. I'm nigga, having, a, I'm having the guns. oddest moment here. I really would rather just use 3D technology for fuckery. All Not the a time. Lamborghini, but a scooter. <laughs> scooters and guns. This nigga is in third grade. I would rather but I'm the child. Make can I do a 3D like fireworks and shit? I don't know. I just want to do fuckery with this technology. <laughs> Lead this nigga with like, a 3D printer. <laughs> Ain't no telling what you gonna have. That's like giving Lego. a grown man Legos. <laughs> I would just make 3D Legos. <laughs> <laughs> I'm nigga. sorry, man. That's it's alright. It's, it's terrible, but that's, that's what I, I call Kia. Like, Kia. Yeah, Kia. I, I want I want the good of the world to happen, but I also like fuckery all the time. Man, I gotta Speaking. ask you. Before what? you go to your fuckery, 3D printed jaw, mouth to mouth. Would you try it? Oh no, uh uh. Mm -mm. <laughs> she might be like Jaws mm -mm. from 007. Mm -mm. That shit might fuck around and well, I don't know, man. That shit might be, incred <laughs> it might be incredible though. <laughs> Did you get your shots? Uh, All right, go ahead and jaw. go to your fuckery. <laughs> Uh, speaking of uh, a mouth to mouth, <laughs> pastor caught on camera making a woman put on prayer 
panties. panties. I seen this. <laughs> Shocking footage has been released out of Birmingham, Alabama. That's right, folks. Uh, that clearly shows a pastor using his influence for all the wrong reasons. In a video, a woman is coerced by the unnamed pastor, they won't put his name out there, to oh, take off her underwear and exchange them for a pair of prayer panties. That's right, folks. Prayer panties. Now, the pastor says that he must put them directly on himself. Mm. Okay? Mm -hmm. Now, here's a quote from what the pastor said in the video. You should, No, the woman, I'm sorry, the woman said this. You're sure it's going to stop me from being a hoe? The lady is heard asking the pastor before complying with the very specific instructions while being told to trust the process. Now, this is what the pastor said. Now, by me touching them and helping you put them on, this will <laughs> this will help so you just can keep that in mind. Mm. Now, before the video cuts off, you hear the pastor loudly commanding her to allow him to pull them up. Now that the damning footage is quickly spreading online, it's likely law enforcement will be involved. Shogun, how do you feel about a young lady having to put on prayer panties to stop being a hoe? What Bible is this nigga reading from? <laughs> I ain't never know Jesus walking around talking about, you know what? I understand you guys, my 12 disciples, but those women have got to start wearing these prayer panties. So, on in, uh, later on, well, the story is, uh, is another part of whether the girl was trying to stop being promiscuous, so the pastor took it upon himself to uh, stop her from being a hoe by him praying over these specific panties and him putting them on. So, let me go into my... The reason why I brought this to the show is because I've all, I, I, I bring this up because we always try to put these pastors on these pedestals and you see the type of fuckery that they do. Prayer panties. This nigga clearly <laughs> was trying to, um, what's the word? Fuck Jesus into her, which is pretty bad. Hmm. Uh, I, I, like I was, I was at, I was at somebody's house not too long ago. Let me go into the story real quick, and then you can go into the story. I was at, I was at, I was at somebody's house not too long ago. Where they're, they're pretty religious, and they had just came from church. You know me, I'm a heathen. I don't go to church like that. I should, but I don't. I and mean, I asked them, or oh, what was that? I was just saying. I mean, with preachers like this, mm. they don't sound like they need too many more heathens in that building. Mm. Uh, so one, one quick oh, thing I want to point out when the pastor was pulling her pants or when she pulled the panties down at the beginning of the video you can hear the pastor go whoo <laughs> <laughs> did you find it i no i'm i mean i, I seen it before oh, okay. i'm just going off of memory this i don't know if he was doing it because he was excited or if he smelled something <laughs> or if it was her it oh, was both. just like yo my g like come on my dude but you was at the house and what happened so i brought up a point where I was like, do y'all ever question your pastor? Like, do you guys ever kind of question what he talks about sometimes? Because sometimes they can be wrong. And I got an astounding, no. Why would we question him? Why would Child we do bleed. something like that? And I was like, you know, a lot of times um, pastors like to bring up things, you know, talking about the community, 
a lot of times they like to blame the youth on on what they're not doing and why it's so much trouble in the world today and they need more prayer and so on and so forth. And my biggest thing is like, well, you know, for you to be a pastor, to talk about the community, you have to kind of be in the community, my nigga. Like, mm. you know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's more to it than just you kind of getting up in the pool and saying what the fuck you want to say. Um, I think a lot of times, and I and and you know, hey guys, I'm I'm just a I know I may, I don't I don't go to church like everybody else does, but I, I think a lot of times, man, we we blindly follow um, these guys who quote unquote have a direct line to God. And my nigga, let me use your phone. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then we end up with shit like this. I, I'm just saying. On my end, and and you know this has nothing to do with Shogun, but on my end, like I really, I need to really kind of think about some of these people that you guys blindly want to follow, and and you know what I'm saying, and, and put in command of your life like that. You know what I'm saying? Church is one of those situations where honestly, you know what I'm saying, you're supposed to be going there to learn about the Bible, and that's for me. I'm not trying to say this is what you're supposed to do, but I go to church to learn about the Bible. Help me with my moral standards. Help me understand better what i'm supposed to do morally and when you have people like this there and i know this is just one instance and i know like it's not everywhere but you know sometimes we put these these guys on a pedestal man and and they do shit like this so man it, it just kind of hit me man you know what i'm saying like because I, 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 I had that you. conversation huh i agree with you but at the same time pastors are humans humans are flawed we're gonna make mistakes we're gonna say the wrong right thing we're gonna do the wrong thing i mean he clearly was getting some type of excitement from watching this lady change her panties. Whether it's a technique that works or not, I don't know. But I would not prefer my pastor to be <laughs> undressing a woman who's having issues with her sexuality. Yeah. And I had and another thing that kind of put this, made me think about this shit too was um, you know, and I'm not trying to go down this road about talking about EJ and shit like that, but you know, it, all of a sudden it was big headlines when all these pastors from all these different churches, white and black churches got together and, you know, they like, so apparently they were supposed to be raising money for people who weren't, um, who, who were getting hit hard in Hoover. Um, that, as far as like, you know, the protests that's been going on and, and haven't been able to make as much money as they have, you know, these pastors got together and all of a sudden made $31,000 out of nowhere. Wow. You know what I'm saying? And, and I'm amazing. like, did all of that money go to those people? Like they really didn't really explain I mean, how this was going 10%. to work. Say so what now? But the pastors, the church got to get their 10%. You get what I'm saying? It's just stuff like that. And it's just like. You know, maybe this is my jaded way of thinking, but I don't, I don't, from the names of the pastors that were they're a part of this, I didn't really look at that as them trying to do good, but more like a an opportunity for them to be in the news. So, um, I think it's that's just like how that. everything shit, goes. Shit like this. Yeah. Was that? That's usually how it goes. You know, these pastors, they, they grandstanding. Of course, they out there just to get their name in the news. Now, that's not all pastors, but a lot of them do that shit. I right. think the prayer panties pastor would definitely be out there just to get that money. Right. Right. But my question thing, is, man, I, did it work? Oh, go ahead. 
What did the the prayer panties work? Did she stop pulling. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. They haven't continued the story. This is, I, mean, the whole I can't. I can't shun the man if he gets some results. I mean, them but granny panties ain't never stopped me. Stop being a hoe. She wanted to stop being a hoe. Prayer granny panties, panties ain't never stopped a nigga. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Catch me on the right day, man. This shit might it might help. <laughs> I don't know, man. Here recently, man, I just feel like sometimes we blindly follow a lot of stuff. Oh, I, I definitely agree. Not here, enough. Here I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just like, right here recently, you know, it's just been stuff like that kind of like when I see stuff like that and then the type of pastors that I, I like, you know, I'm not saying I never came across any pastors that were good. Yeah. But I come across a lot of bad ones. Or a lot of motherfuckers that that's just be in it for the hustle. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, it, it just I don't I don't hear good stories about pastors anymore. Not really, means. not at all. But that just that's it doesn't stop with just pastors. It, it's everything. Everybody's in it for the hustle. Everybody's out here hustling everything. And of course, this is segueing into my story about this school. Students and faculty at Virginia College were shocked to learn the vocational school will be closing its doors immediately. Their parent company, the Education Corporation of America, announced the closure today. Here's News 19's Lauren Thomas. I came to school for associate degree and I think I'm just leaving with a bunch of debt. Students at Virginia College campuses around the nation received the news today that the vocational school will be closing its doors. At the Columbia Career Center, we spoke with students who heard the news during a meeting with the campus dean. And at that time, he told us that classes wouldn't continue on Monday. Uh, we just picked up all these student loans and all that stuff for, for no certificates, no degrees or anything. I was lost for words because it was just like, it was unbelievable until I actually read the email and then that's when I like took it seriously. In an email sent out to students, the Education Corporation of America explained that the Department of Education added requirements that made operating our schools more challenging. They also cited financial issues. Students were originally informed in the early fall that some campuses would close in October of 2019, but that students could stay and finish their certifications. We all signed paperwork saying it's going to be closing early, but you will get to finish. Everybody here is going to get to finish. There are surge techs who have been here for 18 months who have a lot more debt than we do who don't get to finish. In a statement to News 19, the ECA explained that it is closing all its career colleges effective with the completion of the current module or term for nearly all students. We will work with students to ensure access to their transcripts so they can complete their studies at another school. You put so much into schooling and then for somebody to just tell you you're not going to do it anymore at this school, at this institute, it's just like a slap in the face. Instructors and program directors, they will not be eligible for severance pay and severance payments stop today. They will also lose medical insurance on Friday. The ECA says they will have more information for students and faculty on their website by December 17th. In Columbia, Lauren Thomas, News. Sorry, I had my mic muted. All of Virginia <laughs> colleges are closing, are actually closed. I just, I don't get this shit. Would man. you like some more information? Because that didn't really <laughs> tell everything we needed to know about it. I got oh, it. I thought it did. Okay. Oh, okay. If you do, I mean, I can just post these other things on the on the on Facebook. Oh, okay. But how do you feel about? Uh, <laughs> Profit colleges closing up because of changes of their terms. Like, 
Didn't this happen what three, four years ago with yeah, um, ITT Tech? ITT Tech? Yep. Same so identical what's the, thing. What's the, uh, so what's the problem, my nigga? Like people are paying their tuition. Oh like, yeah, the tuition is very expensive, especially at Virginia College. Right. So what's the <laughs> What's the problem, my nigga? Y'all ain't paying y'all bills. Y'all just putting this money in some fucking y'all y'all making three D guns and shit. What the fuck? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like y'all paying for making guns and scooters, my nigga. Paying this and shit. What the fuck, my nigga? Well, here it is. Virginia College has been warned multiple times about losing its accreditation. Beginning in September, the Accrediting Council for Independent <laughs> Colleges and Schools says it expressed various new concerns every month, including problems with employer satisf satisfaction, student progress, and the college's financial status. After pulling its accreditation yesterday, ACICS says Virginia College must submit transfer agreements by December 19th, showing students can complete their programs somewhere else. For-profit colleges like Virginia College must be accredited by an agency recognized by the Department of Education. The college submits an application and financial stability report. An outside team will then evaluate that college. Once a report from the team is submitted, the agency will vote on giving accreditation. Even after the initial process, colleges need to maintain accreditation. That means giving annual financial, enrollment, and academic reports and periodically reapplying for accreditation. The agency in charge of Virginia College's accreditation just got its own accreditation back this year from the government. The Accrediting Council for Independent Colleges and Schools lost authority under President Barack Obama in 2016. At the time, the Education Department reviewed ACICS. They found a, quote, complete lack of compliance with regulating for for-profit colleges. Under the Trump administration and Secretary Betsy DeVos, accreditation was restored. ACICS was found to be in compliance in almost all areas and given one year to fix lingering problems. For years, ACICS served as the nation's largest accreditor for, of for-profit colleges. The group oversaw more than 240 institutions and received nearly $5 billion combined in federal aid in 2015. That year, those colleges enrolled more than 600,000 students. $5 billion. Dollars in I want my financial aid back. <laughs> Federal <Nigga>. aid. <laughs> and they closed the school. <laughs> Y'all some hustling ass bitches. That's some bullshit. I want my financial aid back. <laughs> Pay that shit back, my nigga. No all, fucking way. All them students no left way. with nothing no. but Nothing but debt. Do you know Virginia College? I was actually looking at going there. I'm glad I didn't. Virginia College... <laughs> Has, said, I'm, glad, I'm glad I did not. I'm glad I didn't because they charge. It's a very expensive school. They have like culinary programs that are like twenty thousand dollars. I want my financial aid back. No, Go. That's Do I it. get my money? No, you don't get your money back. Why not? Because it's a loan, my no nigga. More. You don't understand hey, how loans work. Is closing. You don't Pay understand how loans loan. work. Hold on. You don't understand how loans work. You should have took some money. classes and learned <laughs> oh, how to know, get these loans. I know how they work. I know how they work, but I want my money back. You ain't getting shit back. Why not? Because school closed. Y'all closed and y'all in the credit <laughs> no school more. School closed, dog. Who you gonna Kiss get it from? Ass. Who you gonna get it from? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I ain't even got well, no job. I don't even Romeo know where I'm at. Where Romeo at? <laughs> ICDC. Where Romeo at? Yeah. Where he, Romeo at? Guys? This ain't ICDC. That ain't shit. <laughs> At least they still open. <laughs> what a fucking what a 
You know what? This is like getting a blowjob from somebody who has double teeth. This is horrible. <laughs> I thought you were going to say a fake job. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, this is terrible. Oh, man. God damn. It's like trying to have sex with somebody with a soda vagina. Oh, what the fuck is this? It ain't nothing. It ain't nobody <laughs> exactly. fucking here. Don't get played. Jesus. Don't get played. Wait, is ICDC oh. college closed? They probably closed too. <laughs> I'm looking it up on, on on Google, and the first thing I see is I see DC College was <laughs> was <laughs> the was a private for profit post secondary education career college. Shogun, is it closed? Nigga. Shogun, we can start a college. <laughs> what they gonna learn from us, nigga? We can start a college, my Y'all, nigga. they closed in 2016. <laughs> And look who face they got next to the article. That <laughs> goddamn Romeo, that sorry bastard. Oh, you can still see look, my folks. screen, can't you? <laughs> I was like, look, damn, folks. you Google that quick. Look, folks, if you want to get an education, man. Oh, man, don't go to ICDC. <laughs> I know it's hard out here. But do colleges put you in more debt than the regular colleges? Yes, they do. Like... Yes, they do. Yes, I want do. my money back. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't even giving them no money. I want my money. Look at this. Look at the people also ask. <laughs> Do you have to pay have student to pay. loans yes. if school closes? What a fucking. Oh, what a fucking finger jab to the asshole. <laughs> <laughs> what a cornhole. Oh, man. Oh, oh man. That's, I don't that's... know, bro. Like, I honestly feel like. They should be paying people's fucking shit back, man. They, this is bullshit. They should. Um, Senator Doug Jones is trying to get them. Who? Doug Jones. Who? <laughs> Doug Jones. <laughs> he, uh, he trying to get the colleges to do something because he said it's unacceptable that these kids got to wait two, not kids, that their students have to wait two weeks before they find out how hard they going to get fucked. So... Damn, shit's gonna happen. <laughs> so you, so you, that's like a rapist saying in two weeks, I'm gonna tell you how bad I'm gonna oh, rape man. you. Jesus, <laughs> what? A, I'm uncomfortable right. with that joke. <laughs> Let's see. Into some better school news. New Jersey teacher fired after telling first grade students Santa, the Easter Bunny, and the Tooth Fairy are not real. Damn. A New Jersey substitute teacher recently told a first grade student that Santa Claus is not real. According to the New Jersey School District Superintendent Renee Reutar, the teacher was terminated from her role with the school district. Now, according to Fox News, the student began to challenge the teacher, asking if other childhood characters such as the Easter Bunny, the Elf on the Shelf, and the Two Fairy and Leprechauns were real. And the substitute teacher said... No, <laughs> none of them are real. Man, many of the children's parents expressed their frustration following the incident via social media. Parents like Lisa Simic posted on Facebook saying this: "Many of us parents have been doing damage control since the kids have have come home from school." Another mom posted, "I was heartbroken. You know, my daughter is the the uh, the hugest believer in the whole Christmas spirit, Santa, and everything." Mm. Um, now her daughter comes home distraught, crying. The uh, school district says they will not be rehiring this teacher. She is banned. Well, she Shogun. Was, she was substitute, right? Yes. Okay. Shogun. <laughs> is it fair that she got she got fired for this? Is it fair for people to lie to kids? <laughs> that is my question. 
<laughs> Once you answer that, then I answer your question. <laughs> I don't know why that was funny, but it was. Is it okay to lie to kids? <laughs> I mean, look, it's the Christmas spirit. You can't tell. Is kids it okay to lie to children? You can't tell kids the Easter Bunny's not. You can't say the Two Fairies not. You can't do that. Why childhood. You? you can definitely do that. Have you seen my childhood? Where's my childhood, brother? I mean, no. I I, I wouldn't tell my kids straight out like, "Yo, Santa Claus doesn't exist." I need a child to be a little bit more, you know, innocent and have, like you're saying, a childhood. But at the same time, you gotta break the news to them. Now, how old when? are these kids? Uh, these are first graders. Oh, shit. <laughs> That's a little fucked up, dog. Like at least, at least fourth grade, fifth grade, they gonna figure it out by then anyway. But damn, when did you learn that Santa Claus was? When real? I found that PlayStation in the closet, so that had to be what nineteen ninety six, ninety seven, somewhere around there. That fucked you up, then. No, it didn't. I couldn't wait. <laughs> I was counting down the days, nigga. Fuck Santa. That nigga I... already been here. Like so, all right. Disclaimer: Neither one of us have kids. But I was thinking, why you gotta put I a disclaimer? A, should I? <laughs> like I don't have kids that I claim. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, should I give this fat white man all my credit for all the money I spent when I'm sitting on these kids? Or should it be me? Should you? Should I? Should I be a selfish bastard to say no, kids? Your dad bought that shit. Ain't no fat white man oh. bringing nothing in here but bills. That's it, and and sorrow. Uh, <laughs> last time a white man walked in here, your mama left. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! These kids. I don't know, man. I don't feel like they should have fired her or some shit. Like maybe they should have just suspended her through the holidays. It really or some shit. depends on how she put it. If she put it in a way that was like more make believe, like, oh, you know, adults do things just to give you a little bit of, you know, surprise. It's a, a fairy tale, basically. But if she just came out and said, all oh, that shit's fake, 9 11 was an inside job, <laughs> you know. They were crisis actors. You're right. <laughs> Bigfoot's fake, too. We faked the moon landing. JFK was assassinated by people he knew. Like, if Magic bullet. Right. There was a magic bullet. <laughs> We've had those since the 60s. Like, right. if, if they, if this teacher just started saying all kinds of shit like that, and then. You know. Let me ask you a question. I don't know no kids that give a fuck about leprechauns. Ain't shit magical no more, dog. No, I'm these just kids got no, Google. Bro, like, Them niggas gonna no. Google that shit anyway. Actually, Dude, let's see what happens if I you... Google is Santa real. <laughs> don't do that. Oh, the nigga popped up. Oh shit. The nigga like ho. He say the other ho. Uh -oh. He's only got one ho. What to say I, when your child asks, is Santa real? Hey, nigga, I just thought about something. Mm -hmm. Why is Area Codes not a Christmas song? <laughs> <laughs> I got ho, ho, hoes. Ho. ho. <laughs> but it makes sense. Was it Santa going to see all these hoes? Codes. But look, you thought I was just Worldwide, bitch, act like y'all know. I'm gonna put out a petition to make Eric Cole's a Christmas song. I mean, <laughs> damn it, this is why this shit works. 
If if that can become a Christmas song, then cold outside should not be removed from all these radio stations from playing. From them playing. What? You, have you not heard? They're I saying should radio stations stop Wait, playing. Wait, hold on. Before you go for any further, you sorry bastard. Remember last year during the Me Too movement <laughs> and you made this song into a Me Too song, you son of a bitch. And now you now you caping for it? You was a sorry bastard. <laughs> I thought I damned this. That, that, I couldn't damn remember. this memory of mine. I couldn't remember if we made, did this you shit. You literally about. made this a Me Too song. <laughs> you know that, right? I remember saying that, but I didn't remember if I did that on the podcast or we were just watching it. Nope. You said it on the own, own podcast. He luckily, was trying well, to get that luckily, luckily for you, <laughs> that sound clock page got pulled. <laughs> <laughs> I really must go, but baby, it's cold outside. The lyrics to Baby It's Cold Outside for years has been viewed as problematic when some seen through the modern lens. In a culture that emphasizes the importance of sexual consent, lyrics like, I ought to say no, 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 sir. Mind if I move a little closer <laughs> and say what what is in this drink? <laughs> Don't fly with some. <laughs> hey hey hey! Right, it's fat <laughs> Albert. Bloop. Oh no, <laughs> it ain't fat Albert. It's fat dick. Ooh. <laughs> in your mouth. Why am I getting sleepy? Uh, the debate was <laughs> the debate even included comments from the daughter of the song, uh, Frank Lewis's. Uh, she told NBC that. <laughs> Oh man, Bill Cosby ruined it for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, blame the, blame the blacks, of course. Um, Cole, how do you feel about this? Should they ban? No, this no song? don't ask that, cause your ass made this a Me Too song last year. You sorry <laughs> motherfucker. Now look at you caping for it. You ain't shit. It's a good song. Is no, it problematic? Nigga. Yeah. You made that into a fucking rape song, and now you came before it. You ain't shit. Should they take it off the radio stations, though? Nah, man. I, I don't mean, think so on, either. I mean, they Cardi back. The song was made in, what, 1944? If they can play R. Kelly, they can play any other song. I mean, I don't I don't, I don't understand. Yeah, I don't... <sighs> man, this is turning into V, v for Vendetta. <laughs> They're controlling speech. I'm telling you, we. I'm trying to tell you, you better get your mask ready, bro. This is turning into being V for Vendetta, dog. Kids, Google V for Vendetta. But uh, I, I like to say 1984. That's the one. What but, the, is that a movie? Yeah, that's that's kind of the one that started all of this. Is, is that something I need to watch? You should definitely watch it. Huh. It's a little hard to watch these days because. I mean, I think they made a nineteen eighty. I think they made a nineteen eighty five version of it. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Check that out. Nineteen eighty four. It's it's a pretty okay. dope ass movie. Why you came for this song, nigga? <sighs> is it rapey? Because you yes, you did make it. Yeah, I was about to say. It is rapey. It's definitely <laughs> it's definitely rapey. <laughs> um. It's not. Uh, well, why you caping you, for it? I'm not really caping for it. I just, all right. I guess I am caping. For it. I, well, I well, I'm gonna let me stop. I don't I think it's a bad though. song. He is just I don't really think trying to persuade his lady though. to have sex with him. 
I mean, the song is basically she he wants her to spend the night because he likes her. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. He, he ain't trying it. to rape her unless she did put something in the drink. Now that right. line, I did take it like, whoa, what is in this drink? As in, she didn't know it was alcohol. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Now, I don't know if everybody knows, but there's two versions of that song, like two different verses. One Mm -hmm. verse is the male version and the other verse is the female version. And the female is really trying to keep the guy there. So it's not like Mm -hmm. men are trying to just take over and, you know, fuck everybody. It's like, you know, that song is about really wanting to stay with this chick or get this person to stay with you. And you know what? At the end of the song, I think they stay. Yeah. They singing together and they she spends the night. Right. Consensual. Consensual. But you know, that's just showing you how how many hoops guys and gals will go through just to get what they, you know. Speaking of getting what you want, two nuns embezzle five hundred thousand dollars from Catholic school to spend on trips to Vegas. What do you have against the churches, <laughs> sir? This nigga trying to destroy all religion. No, I'm not. Are you saying a pair of nuns in Torrance, California, were caught embezzling money from a Catholic school <laughs> to the sum of five hundred thousand of them things over a span of several years? Sister Mary Margaret Creeper and it. Sister Lana Chain, principal and longtime teacher, respectively, at St. James Catholic School, were caught after a family asked them for a copy of an old check. Now, apparently, the check was deposited into St. James' account, but one, but one that. Crooper and Chain used to fund casino visits to other trips. Ooh, <laughs> Here's a quote. We, we, we do know that they had a pattern of going on trips. We do know that they had a pattern of going to casinos. And the reality is they use the account as, as their personal account. This is from uh, St. James attorney Marge Graff. Now, despite the obvious fraud committed by Creeper and Chain, the school and Presidey Church don't seem to actively, uh, is not actively seeking to press charges. Needless to say, the uh, the parents of the St. James Catholic School are pissed. <laughs> Jack Alexander, a parent at St. James, told reporters, we were an ATM and people knew it, Jesus. and they won't ask for justice. Jesus. The nuns covered their tracks over the years by attru- uh, attributing the frequent trips to a rich uncle who funded their tra- their trips. <laughs> These nuns took a vow of property, <laughs> oh property, and said, "Oh no, we've got a rich uncle," and they went on their trips. That's what Alexander said. Oh, and he also said the rich uncle was the parents of the St. James students. So good. <laughs> Are these holy rollers or what? Oh my god! <laughs> Please. <laughs> Would you be bad as fuck, man? Five hundred thousand dollars, nigga. I would not be mad because I got to stay true to myself. They getting over. (laughs) (laughs) They hustling everything. (laughs) These motherfuckers took five hundred thousand dollars from the Catholic school to go to Vegas, and they look like some gambling ass motherfuckers, some hustling ass motherfuckers. Do you really think they're going to hell? Say what? Do you think they're going to hell? Hell no. (laughs) <laughs> For what? what? Hashtag hustle everything. <laughs> you think these nuns would report if uh, a priest was touching little kids? Hell no. You think these hashtag nuns hustle were... everything? <laughs> Do you think these nuns were wearing pray pray panties? 
their panties? Yeah. Hell no! Hashtag hustle everything. Something wrong with the Catholics, man. Something wrong with that whole church. I sent you the the, so you can see the. uh, Oh yeah, they did that shit. They did that (laughs) shit. They did all that shit. Look at that bitch right here. Oh man. Oh man. They probably had. I'm sorry, dog. What'd you say? They probably got prostitutes and everything. Man, I would be mad as fuck. I would really be mad as fuck if some nuns took my money, dog. I ain't the, playing. The we real got, you thug, got you you owe me some money, cuz the real thugs of America are in churches <laughs> who take the people's go. money while their hands and policies and they pay no taxes. Like Cube said, everything's corrupt. Everything's corrupt. You right. No surprises here. A typical Catholic church. Mm. Mm. What you got, bro? Oh, that was my last story, by the way. I. All of my stuff is like, well, I had the uh, R-, R. Kelly, not R. Kelly, uh, Kevin Hart thing. I was going to talk a yeah, little bit about, about it. Early. We already did that. Um, I kind of just want to put this in the show. You know how I was telling you last week about the situations and people and all that? Mm-hmm. Like, I found this clip of Bernie Mac, and he kind of like summed up how I should be feeling for the holidays. What's been the biggest change you saw from people around you? I could never, I don't care who I knew, I could know you guys are famous and got a lot of money. I could never walk up to you and say, hey man, I need $30,000. $30,000? That's a lot of money. No, see, I, like, if, I mean, you'd be amazed at like the large sums of money people ask you for. I had friends say, hey man, I want to buy a house. Can you give me $150,000? <laughs> $1,000? And these guys who grew up with me on welfare, they asked me, like, what the hell you know what $150,000 is anyway? <laughs> you know, had $150,000 your entire life, and you know, you read the newspaper how much money I'm gonna make this year, didn't you? Mm-hmm. And- I had a guy tell me, Charles, he said, wow, man, they're about to put me out of my house, man. I'm eight months behind. I said, you should have called me when you was a day behind. <laughs> <laughs> months later, <laughs> call me the day that you owe. You know? If you want help, that's not help. That's taken care of. You know, and then when they sit there and they play psychological blackmail with you. You can't read none oh, of the letters. Oh, man. That's I the thing. Letters. I get my agent. He says, I don't understand how you do this. As I don't. That's why I hired you. Yeah. <laughs> because these people, they got the best story. You sometimes, when, when I was younger, I listen to these stories. Yeah. I'd be crying like, yeah. "Where's my checkbook?" Yeah, and I said, "Hey, man, I can't do this because yeah. you get, you know, you get a hundred, hundreds a week. I did. In you the get beginning. hundreds a week from strangers. Yeah, yeah, not from friends, from people you don't even know. Yeah, yeah. But I'm good at. It. I know. I, I see it coming when they come to the house and all of a sudden they knock on the door. And you, hey, man, what's happening? What's wrong with you? Man, it's rough out here, man. <laughs> you know, I don't know how I'm gonna go home and tell your sister that um, we gotta move. Y'all gotta move? <laughs> yeah, we can't stay here, can we? <laughs> <laughs> That's setting you up, setting you up. Uh, wow. He's coming. Man. I just can't get ahead. Just can't get ahead. <laughs> 
I said, yeah, the more you cry, the less you piss, because I ain't giving you a goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not giving you a coupon. They something else, oh, man. Oh, it's unbelievable. Oh, they something else. And they will never stop. And you know what? Rule number one, <laughs> if you ever get into some money, if somebody call you after 9 o'clock, don't let them in. Yeah. I need to talk to you. Talk to them in the morning, 8 o'clock, come to the office. Because they ain't nothing but a murder there. Well, they ain't nothing but a murder. But if you say no, you better, ball, you better say no just like this. Well, I ain't got it. <laughs> I miss Bernie Mac. I do too, man. I, I do too. Yeah. Hey, that's real shit, though, bro. Yeah. I mean, hey, bro. You you you're just being a nice guy, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You might be an asshole, but there's a heart inside of there. Mm, so, sure. yeah, man. But I mean, hey, tis the season, right? <laughs> nope. Five fucking humbugs. <laughs> you right, nigga. Five humbugs. Tis nigga, the season. Shit. We recorded your reaction of a. Uh, I don't know if this should make the show or not, but we recorded your reaction of getting your uh, your gift from one of our fans and listeners. Yeah, I got a. I got Optimus. Somebody gave me Optimus Prime. A oh, female you. gave you an Optimus Prime. See there? You ask and you shall receive. It ain't the Optimus Prime that I wanted. Oh, my nigga is Optimus Prime. We're going to have to cut <laughs> It ain't the Optimus Prime. It's but I am very appreciative. I was about Thank to say, you, listener. Thank um, you, listener, for whoever it might have been. So I, I told the listener, I haven't told who... Your their identity was just yet, and then I also they they talked to me about the video. Um, do you remember what happened once you got your Optimus Prime and you opened it? Some I made a big said. old dumb looking face. No, no, no. I, I mean, it was cool, but some things. I was were like, said. oh, huh? I think I'm gonna just cut this part. Okay. So we're just gonna go from here. Yeah. So. uh I'll let the listener reveal themselves themselves <laughs> to you. Um, but I just wanted to make sure that, you know, you slide said, in my DM. Yeah, slide in his DM and Echo know, Jackson underscore BYK. Make sure you say thank you on the show. I will. Um like right now. You can say thank you. Oh, thank you. I did say thank you. <laughs> oh, you thank did. you. I, 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 I'm I a terrible director today, shit. man. I'm sorry. Yeah, so like you you all the way fucked up today, man. Yeah, I don't yeah. get it. But it's all good. Um, I'm getting old. Ah, you're getting better, brother. So, what have we learned today? We learned that church will hustle you. School will hustle you. Mm. Uh, <laughs> you can always make the right decision, even if you made a mistake in the past. Mm -hmm. That's going to Kevin Hart. And uh, don't don't get no head from nobody who got a, a fake job, a three D job. <laughs> That kind of sums up the episode. Hey, that pretty much sums it I up. Just, I, I just thought I'd do it. What have we learned today? I like that. We, can, we, gonna, we should do that more <laughs> often. You want to do quick hits real quick? Uh, Yeah, I got like what? I got, I got I got three. All right. How many you got? I think I got three. Two. One. Two. No, I got two. <laughs> Cold outside was supposed to be a quick hit, but I don't oh. turn it into a segment. Um, makes sense. Shit, where's my music? It ain't on. <laughs> you and the soundboard. We finally got the soundboard we've been waiting on for the longest time, and now it's just like, where's the music?
music at? Where yeah, is this I, shit? I keep updating the music, but for some reason it's not there. We got bombs. Oh, well, uh, since we got bombs, ladies and gentlemen, make sure you go out and support your boy Cole Jackson's new mixtape, Jordans and Jerry Curl. When is that February dropping? 14th. February 14th. I'm dropping bombs on you guys. Tracklist coming out in January. Jordans and Jerry Curl. Exclusive. They don't even want it. They don't. They don't want to show. They, they don't, don't want it. it. They gonna get it. They gonna get it for free. <laughs> All right. Unless you get the, the deluxe edition. Ooh, the deluxe yeah. edition. What comes with it? I can't tell you till I drop the track list, nigga. Okay, my bad, my bad. You better be writing, cause these niggas is ready. It is time for quick it. <laughs> <laughs> Soldier Boy launches his own video game Fuck. console, claimed to have made 250k. Do you believe him? He is launching his own video game console, and I had that as my quick hits, and you took my <laughs> shit. <laughs> and guess what those consoles are? He actually got a new version coming out called the Soldier Console, like the, the Big Daddy, and it's gonna Ooh. play 360 type games. Hmm. And it's gonna cost $400. Kiss my ass. Now, one last thing about the Soldier console, the Soldier Boy and the Soldier game, they're emulators. <laughs> He's selling an emulator. Soldier Boy is about to be sued by Nintendo, <laughs> Sega, I guess that, whoever. I guess that nigga's about to be sued. <laughs> you know who else is getting... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I gotta go with it. You know, <laughs> Cardi, these are bloody shoes. This is a divorce paper. I don't know. <laughs> Cardi B and all sense get a divorce. I'm sad. Why? Cause I love them. I love them together. Did you really? Yes, nigga. I'm just laying like that, dog. Offset ain't even got no personality. Offset. Woo, woo. Um, <laughs> Mama. Michigan officially legalizes recreational marijuana. Is it going to hit the nation? Do they still not have clean water in Flint? Exactly. <laughs> and for my final quick hits, guys, it's 2018. Are we still doing this shit for Jordans? Are we still doing this? Fucking A. People who waited in line all night long to get the new Air Jordan basketball shoes flooded into Lafayette Square Mall just after 7 this morning. They literally broke a door off the hinges. Several people were trampled while others crawled over them to get inside. It was a few people that was on the ground. I jumped over them and kept running. You know, it's Michael Jordan. That's what he do. This is one of his, his most known shoes. <laughs> nigga, don't play no more, nigga. Exclusive. You see what I'm saying? I've been out in 11 years. Shoppers Ooh, them 11 to get in line, left behind shoes that had been on their feet and some of their clothes. <laughs> Dozens of Metro police officers responded to malls around the city to help with crowd control. Police raced to Washington Square to help as hundreds of shoppers tried to be the first in line. 
At Castleton Square Mall, police and mall security helped escort people to their cars after they bought their Air Jordans because they were concerned about safety. It was wild, you know, people was up there acting rowdy. A couple of fights broke out. At one point they were throwing <laughs> uh, things at each other and at other police officers. I got my shirt. Some of the shoppers <laughs> tell 6 News they welcomed the police presence. I do commend the police officers and the security on the inside because they did do a good job. Officers were called in obviously to restore order and that's exactly what officers did. The shoes cost about $180 when you factor in the price and everything they had to go through. We asked people if it was really worth it. Yes. The yeah, 11th. Yes. It's worth getting trampled over just to get them what they need. Based on the smiles <laughs> we saw, it's obvious Told you. they got what they wanted. She said for my nephews and nieces to have a good Christmas. Yes, it's worth getting Jordan trampled over to get what they need. My nigga. So, I'm going to end it on this note, folks. There's people on the plantation and there's Jordans on the plantation. You tell me which one is free. Oh, shit. All right. All right, Cole. Okay. BYK Radio. Fuck. That was dope. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't had nothing else to say. That nigga said fuck. <laughs>